1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Super J Cast presented by My Bookie. I'm Joel Abraham, joined by Damon McDonald. Very exciting day, Damon. It's a big question on everyone's lips. Do my KFC crisps really taste like the Colonel's secret recipe of 11 herbs and spices? Mm, I can hardly wait. They, they did look delicious. Don't we have other big news now? We have This uh, <laughs> Talk, I know. <laughs> there's there's but a little, little New Japan show in the background. We are one match away from G1 Climax 30 entrance, so you're going to get live reactions here. On the podcast, we'll stop whatever we're talking about as show just throws a flying armbar on Tomohiro Ishii for no reason whatsoever. What a bully! And yeah. Um, yeah, so <laughs> any hot takes on KFC? Are you a fan? I love KFC. Actually, um, we have uh, dined on KFC
0: for many a year, but um, I think their quality has definitely dropped over the years. I'll say that. Um, I'll tell you who the new chicken, uh, the new chicken kings are around here. Joel, it's uh it's the old Royal Farms. Royal Farms. Uh they are like um a convenience store, maybe like a Lawson's or a Family Mart, but uh in the States, maybe only in the Northeast, and uh they'd make some fucking great chicken. Uh, for just to be in a convenience store in the United States, which you would never get chicken in a convenience store <laughs> in the United States ever before. So uh, I'm going I'm going to Royal Farms, but uh I'm very curious to know how these uh crisps turn out. I know we're 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 talking, but it seems like we're just kinda wasting time because the match is over. Uh Yano is leaving the ring with that piece of hunk shit K O P W trophy. And uh Clark uh, no not Clark Connors. Uh Gabe Kid rolling out. Uh we're we're about ready for some G1 announcements. I'm excited.
1: Yeah so we got one more match after this it's the Suzuki gun against Hontai tag match and then we'll have the announcements so uh let's crack over these crisps these are this is a collaboration in thailand between 7-eleven Lay's, and kfc this is an mm. original recipe chicken flavor I'm opening it up now it's like christmas Damon. i'm really excited this is it all right I'm, I'm gonna mute myself while i'm eating the crisp no the best part is hearing your crunch 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 We'll oh, go. Okay. Some asmr content for you Gonna eat another one just to make sure. All right. Very crunchy though.
0: They're very, Mm. uh, very Mm. crispy. Mm. All right. Original. you what I can taste.
1: Yeah. Original. Original thoughts. Okay. I'm getting salt. Definitely taste salt there. Bit of bit of thyme. Mm. Some basil there. Touch of oregano. Maybe is that a bit of celery salt there in the background? Definitely hints of black pepper. A little bit of dry mustards there, a bit of paprika, tingling on the tongue. Um, maybe some garlic salt is that I can sense. Um, just a touch of ginger, and maybe some white pepper. Wow! So, there you go. There's there's my breakdown of that was... the exact taste. <laughs> <I know>. First <laughs> of all, you crisps. have you have the most advanced palate of any human being I've ever come in contact
0: with. You can taste every single uh, uh, spice and herb in the in in the uh, product. Uh, second, it reminds me of that Simpsons bit where he's like he's eating sawdust with, with the groundskeeper. You go, do I taste cinnamon? I'll never tell. <laughs> <laughs> it does remind me of that. Uh, so, a scale one to ten, uh, what would you what would you give it?
1: Uh, a solid seven. Okay, I think there are more interesting and exciting flavors of crisps out here in Thailand in the world. Actually, I tell you what, I did do. Earlier in the week, which was a stroke of genius on my part, mixing together a bag of salt and vinegar crisps with a bag of hers uh, ghost pepper mm. flavored crisps, and mixing, mixing those two together, getting that juxtaposition between the spice and the tanginess, the chili and the vinegar mixed together, it was it was chef's kiss. It was a That's moment right. of inspiration.
0: Huh. I mean, is the the ones that you have right now? Would you consider it? Uh, comparable to that if, if you were eating a uh, KFC product?
1: It's been so long since I had a basic KFC product because they do the best KFC here in Thailand. So they mm-hmm. do rice bowls. So you got your rice and then on top of the rice these pieces of like boneless crispy chicken mm-hmm. and it's in this special uh, Thai seasoning which is popular in the northeast and it's like a mix of like lime and chili and ground toasted rice powder which gives us this lovely sour spicy smoky crunchy wonderful Mm. mix of flavors and then yeah so there's that chicken on the rice and a bit of shallots and uh, cilantro or coriander as we call it in the UK some cucumber and it's just a wonderful balance of uh, flavors and and textures so it's not often that actually have the original recipe chicken so yeah, there that we sounds
0: go. fucking tremendous. Actually, it makes me hungry for that shit at six o'clock in the fucking morning. I'm, but I'm ready to. I'm ready for that. I would do that. I think the the most creative and interesting thing I've I've eaten this weekend were nine old fashions. <laughs> that's <was> probably it. <laughs> <laughs> that at, at one sitting, uh, boy, that didn't go well. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that sounds delicious. Actually, mm. man. We don't have that around here. I I just don't feel like we have that. I live right near major cities, and I feel like I don't have that—that kind of uh, creativity when it comes to not only just snacks, but just with fucking regular meal. Like I couldn't get a a, that what you just described. I nowhere. I get nowhere. I can get a good fucking sandwich though. I, I will say that. But even then, it just becomes like, oh, okay, another another great sandwich. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, oh, okay, I know I live in an area where I can get the greatest sandwiches and I can get the greatest pizza in my mind. But it's like, okay, uh, can I get something different? Can I get a little change of pace here? And we can't. We have no, I feel like we have no international flair where I live. Like, I don't feel like we do a good um representation of cuisine throughout the world i don't feel that thank
1: you (laughs) (laughs) thanks for the ted talk yeah Yeah, i i I must say despite me being stuck here in bangkok when i should be in shaman in china this is probably one of the best cities in the world to be stuck in In terms of the food at least like there's nothing really that you can't get in bangkok it's got to be one of the foodie capitals of the world so um yeah, I might be stuck here but I am putting on a lot of weight so oh trust me, me
0: don't even fucking I uh, don't I mean it's ridiculous at this point. I, I mean it's not as bad as I think I've lost a little bit of weight but not nowhere near what I need to. Um any update? I know our listeners are concerned, Joel. We haven't heard an update in quite a while. Uh what is the stat? Again, let's keep in mind for some of the newer listeners Joel has not been in his house, in his home, where he actually resides since Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, Joel, can you give us an update of how likely it is for you to return before the end of G1?
1: My school have already started bringing some of my colleagues back from abroad, but they're only allowed to bring people back in batches they can't bring everyone in one go and they are bringing back the single teachers first basically the teachers with no dependents which makes sense you know that's fair enough if the government say right you can bring back five people it wouldn't make sense to bring back me and my non-teaching wife and my daughter so uh yeah we're going to come back in batches but given that I have two dependents I'm probably going to be quite low down on the list so I'm setting myself for you know, another couple of months at least hoping to be back before the end of the, the year, that would be nice. Yeah, I, I, can,
0: uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I, again, I'm just trying to. You're living it, so I don't need to keep rubbing salt into a, an open wound.
1: But or rubbing the Colonel's blend of <laughs> eleven secret <laughs> herbs and spices in the wound, right? But
0: uh, you haven't been home for a fucking like oh, this, this this entire calendar year. Has been, like when you left for Wrestle Kingdom, could you ever imagine this happening?
1: No, and the, the whole thing with me and Mali left China to have the baby in Bangkok, which is always our plan. But when we left, it was like in the middle of the Chinese lockdown that when COVID was getting really bad there. So we kind of thought, ah, oh, we're managing to like quote unquote escape from China at an optimum time. Little did we know that they would be closing the borders behind them and not letting us return. I did not see that as a possibility. I thought I'd be there for maybe a couple of months at most, but life takes uh, unexpected turns. But again, I, I really can't complain. Like The place we live in is very comfortable. I'm still getting paid. I still get to do my job. Mally and Esther, healthy, happy. And we got G1 Climax announcements to look forward to. So again, I, I'm going to try and be thankful for what I've got.
0: Good for you. I like your attitude. Uh, it is better than mine because I would have uh, ran into oncoming traffic. I think after the second week, <laughs> I, just can't, I don't think I. Can't, oh my god! I can't imagine. I, again, I think of everything that I, I've gone through uh, in the year. Yet you still haven't been home yet, and I don't think. I don't know. I think some of our, a lot of our listeners do. Acknowledge that, and they, they care about you, and they want you to be safe. And But, man, I sometimes I think that every time we do a show, you're doing it from a room that is, you know, a, a second home at this point, um, which is very weird. Doki with a big fucking kick to the face on Holma, who looks terrible, to be honest with you. <laughs> don't my! Why do they keep trotting this guy out in the ring? Can I? Can he was we... campaigning for a spot in the G1. Can oh you my god! Oh, all right. So, are we going to do some early predictions first, or do we? Are we just going to go right into uh, uh, the announcements? Do, do we have any thoughts before we uh, final thoughts before we get the announcements?
1: Well, I can recap the picks we made last week. So we said Okada, Naito, Sonada, Shingo, Ibushi, Tanahashi, Evil, Zack. Taichi, Ishi, Goto, Yano, Jay White, Jeff Cobb, Juice Robinson, Will Ospreay. We had a question mark over Kenta, and then those remaining three spots that we figured were gonna be vacated by Moxley, Archer, and Vale, we picked Suzuki, uh, Yoshihashi and Hiromu. Right. And we had show as a question mark if Kenta wasn't in.
0: Okay. Do we know a status of Kenta as of yet? Have we heard any news?
1: We'll have to wait. It's not going to be too long, Damon. Yeah, I know. I know. It's like you can see your Christmas presents under the tree. Right. And you want to pee. Mum and Dad aren't here. (laughs) Right. You want to peel back the wrapping paper and check. Right. Come on, we could text somebody. Right? They're up. (laughs) They'll give us something.
0: Um, Do you think we're going to get any surprises?
1: I'm saying no. 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 And so surprises in like... New sign new signings or right, right. from outside in New Japan? No, no chance, no, no chance.
0: Okay, nobody, uh, no uh, Japanese residents that are looking for work in these troubling times. They're not going to give them throw them a bone, chuck him in G one. Correct?
1: Not for me. Okay,
0: I right. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. I think they they have a a, a if you know from what we understand, that the, the people are back, uh, who we believe are back, um, then they got a stacked lineup. They got a stacked uh, lineup. Uh, is there anyone that you think is on the bubble right now?
1: I don't, I'm reluctant to talk about it because this – any of these talking points are just going to be null and right, void right. in the next I five know. or ten minutes. Let me ask you this, Damon. Uh, were you a fan of King of the Hill? You know, the cartoon?
0: Yeah. Uh, yes. I, I mean, I'm going to say a fan, but if
1: it were on, I, I, I'd leave it on. I wouldn't actively turn it off. Did you know that the tag team of Tanahashi and Kenzo Suzuki, uh, they were called King of the Hills, that was, they got the name from the TV show, the cartoon? I did not know that. I did not know
0: that. They actually have one of my favorite lines of all of – you know how, like, you have little jokes in the house and just, you know, things stick around for a long time and you constantly say the line. and uh, We have that in our home. Uh, We we have the line of, I have propane in my urethra. (laughs) Because that's when he said that once and I left my (laughs) home. I have propane Uh, in my urethra.
1: This is from the uh, the Aces High series that's ongoing – on the new Japan website. So Tanahashi's talking about the name and he says it was Kenzo's idea. The idea was to be this top of the mountain kind of image. And it turned out he was watching some American cartoon with a similar name, probably in the end of it, or it was a little bit ironic and self-deprecating, but it didn't really stick anyway. So there you go. An interesting bit of trivia to start <laughs> us off. Yeah. He's like, Bobby, we're tagging up.
0: <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, Zach, Zach locking it in. I'll tell you, I can, I never get bored of watching Zach. I'm sorry, I just don't um even though it again it does feel like he's taking the back seat here uh in this tag team and and in and in this entire feud, but um all right, so again, we're trying to watch uh this match to wait for it to end because it is Christmas morning, we are waiting for g one announcements, and we'll
1: have them to you uh as soon as we get them. We'll have live reactions. Uh, uh don't I, I, I was i asked if you had seen the tamas I- or sorry listen to the tamas island podcast because i don't usually recommend other podcasts but that one is really really interesting different topic each week but they did a great episode about the sponsor sh- the, the sponsor culture in japan where you have these i don't know if it's fair to call them like super fans where when you travel to the country they look after you you know take you out Uh, for dinner take you out for drinks and then you reciprocate that if they come to your home country but i don't know if you've got a chance to listen to that damon but absolutely fascinating insight there give us i mean i
0: you hear about it a lot if you're a fan of japanese pro wrestling it's it's um you do hear about that uh from the people who go over for tours and how well they're taken care of um with meals and with gifts and uh, with drink and maybe with other things as well um but yeah it's 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 an amazing thing and and uh I don't know how i mean i guess you, you have to have a little bit of money to to be able to do that, but the, i remember um oh, where it was a time when I was over there, and Stan Hansen was over there um and there were uh, I mean, he I, he had his sponsors. It was obvious because, um, I mean, they were hanging around Stan Hansen dressed with like Texas jackets, um, you know, pretty much carting them around, it seemed like, but... Um, I, we 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 need we need that for us when we <laughs> oh
1: yeah I kind of actually do I mean uh, well yeah Manabu really yeah. looked after us uh, yeah. last time with uh, providing us with one of every flavor of strong zero and some nice Japanese snacks that was that was you great know, I, I love that
0: we have a few actually we have a, we have a few that uh, come to mind but yeah uh, Fraser treats treats us yeah really well every
1: time we're ever there yeah. yeah
0: I mean that's that that would be that would be the one that comes to mind for me. Um, are I've heard nothing but good things about his podcast um, and that's something I, I definitely want to want to check out because yeah I usually don't spend a lot of time listening to other podcasts just even in general um, on other things but yeah he gets a he gets a... everyone that I talk to seems to enjoy it and seems to get a little bit something out of it that um, maybe maybe they want to get other places so yeah I heard he was making candles, Joel.
1: No, that was Tangaloa that was making scented candles. I get it mixed up. What guy? I I would love to smell (laughs) Tangaloa scented candle. (laughs) That sounded really rude. I I genuinely wanted to smell candle. I like scented candles. Uh, What about manga? Are you a fan of manga, Damon? uh, Uh, Japanese comic books. Comic books. Well, I mean... I don't have a
0: problem with them, but they're just... I mean, I can't read the language, so it's kind of hard for me to fucking get involved in, in something I can't understand. Uh, <laughs> kind of like everything in life. But, um... It, uh, how... Are, are, is, are they just comic books, or is there something that separates Magnum from from uh, comic books?
1: That's a that good question. I don't know. I'm, I'm not an expert. The reason I ask you is because there's a big manga announcement from... At Yen Press Revealing the New Japan Academy It's the stars of New Japan Pro Wrestling As you've never seen them before Teenager Tetsuya Naito is aiming for the top of New Japan Academy But to be the champ he'll have to face the greats Available on digital platforms October 2020 So again I'm not a huge fan of manga or graphic novels or or that I I see the value in it But I am definitely interested in checking out New Japan Academy When that hits the stores in October
0: I mean... I want to say geared toward kids, but you know, there a lot of them aren't. Like I'm talking at my ass because I really don't know a lot about it. Um, I'm surprised they haven't done that sooner. Right? Mean, I, I, you know, I mean it's, it's it, it it doesn't really feel like it fades out of fashion. It's always a staple over there. I never would, would thought they would have had something like this already. it could be
1: that this is pre-existing and this is just a a translation of it but i couldn't tell you with any real authority yeah we we uh
0: we are the japanese uh uh, video game
1: experts so we'll let you know when oh yeah have have you played any more final fantasy 7 all doc is just eating a kamigoye. i think we're getting close yeah yeah, 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 we're, 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 we're hitting a closing stretch
0: on this tag match yeah we are
1: um the, uh, a lot of my
0: video gaming has been centered around NHL 94, 95, because there's this whole pocket of fandom that has like literally opened up new th- ideas and thoughts and things about it. Um, so it's been there. So I have not, I have not dipped my toes back into Final Fantasy, even if, as I promised. All right. So here we go. So Kota Abushi just, uh, laid out Doki. Um, I don't know how far behind I am from you. I feel like I'm on a bit of a delay. So, um.
1: Are you watching I, on your phone? Or have you got it on your computer? I got it on my computer. I would recommend pulling it up on your phone. Because really? I find when I watch New Japan World on my phone, it's more up-to-date than if I'm watching it on my browser. I don't know why that is, but yeah, it's just one of those little things that I've noticed. All
0: right.
1: mm. I've got more news. All right, to let's do more time. news. I... I, 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 uh, I let me know. You just jump in because
0: I might be a little bit behind, but we'll, we'll make it work.
1: All right. A uh, bit of news on the ticketing situation in Japan, uh, as Japan plans to relax a rule limiting the size of crowds of professional sports, music and other events later this month. So under the current rule, venues are allowed to hold up to 50 percent of their capacity or up to a total of 5,000 people. But the government's planning to scrap the 5,000 person cap as early as September 19th according to sources. So I guess that would only really affect Wrestle Kingdom. But do you think New Japan would run with a uh, 20,000 capacity Tokyo Dome, or do you think they would postpone it and wait until they can do a full house?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. I don't know what kind of deal they get on the Dome. Um, it, would, it would just have to be something that's cost effective. I mean, I'm sure that it's an expensive building to run. 20,000? Um, I mean, do, do you do it just for tradition's sake? Do you just hang on to it and just say, okay, um, you know, it is what it is. Everybody acknowledges. It. This is not about interest, right? This is not about people not being, you know, caring about our product anymore. This is, you know, I don't think they bury their ha- heads in the sand and, and, and ignore that, you know, a pandemic is the cause for 20,000 people in this building. I say run it. I mean, costs, uh, cost considerations aside. I say run it. Do it, keep it, give it some I hate to say give it some normalcy with with but but it might be exactly what people need. Um If they can, again, I'm not spending their money. But if if if
1: if it's a possibility, I say go for it. Why not? You know what I mean? Why not? Yeah, I tend to agree. I think it would be a shame just For posterity, to have a January 4th without a Tokyo Dome show, so again, a lot of things could change between now and January 4th. Things could get better, things could get worse, so a lot of moving parts. But I think if they're waiting until everything's back to normal, then you know, you've no idea how long you're going to be waiting then. So I think if push comes to shove, they would rather have a 20,000 Tokyo Dome than no Tokyo Dome.
0: Uh, 100% agreed, 100% agreed.
1: All right, so. Uh, Hiroshi can someone ha- tell these guys just fuck off get out of the ring <laughs> yeah, they really like are they've f- won the friggin world cup it's a multi-man tag match piss off <laughs> I mean they are milking this for no end alright alright here we go here we go right, here we starting go. I've got the Twitter open Damon I've got to fire the tweet out with the announcements yeah 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 so I can get all those delicious likes and retweets that <laughs> earn me absolutely nothing yeah alright here we go
0: that's dead air, I'll try and fill it. <laughs> My heart's pounding. This is I know. It's so exciting. Minus two, minus two, minus two. It's an exciting time. All right, here we are. A okay. Pro- God, tell us what you can see. Uh, well, right now I see uh, a little promo video. I see Goto. I see Ibushi and Naito. They're going through some uh, old history. Uh, G1 Climax 30. Uh, and here we go. Well, looks like we're going to get some announcements. All right. Kota? Ibushi.
1: Are they giving us the blocks as well? Yes. So.
0: A block is Kota Ibushi. No surprise. Right. If you
1: hear typing, that's me firing off the, the tweets. Right. So apologies for that.
0: All right. Next up. Oh. Of course, Hiroshi Tanahashi in B block. So it looks like they're going back and forth. All right. So, so far, Ibushi, Tanahashi, and B.
1: We've got a tasty rematch here. <laughs> yeah. Tokyo don't rematch. It looks like it. Uh, Okada,
0: if we're going back and forth, is in A block. Ibushi, Okada, A block. Nice. All right. Again, no surprises here, of course. Uh, Tomohiro Ishii will be in B block. Oh, no. A block. They're not going back and forth. So it's Abushi Okada... Ishi in A, okay. A block's looking pretty tasty so far. B block, yeah, looking like. All right, Hiroki Goto. It's like it's like the ping pong ball. Where's it gonna fall? A or B? A or B? It's B. All right, so Tanahashi and Goto so far announced for B block. Looks like they're saving a spot at the top there for B block. All right. Uh, everyone's favorite Toroyano. Uh, no surprises what... so far. No. In B-Block. In B-Block. The way that they're they're, they're they're throwing out the names, though, they're leaving a spot at the top. So they're filling up... <laughs> <laughs> they're making us sweat for the uh, foreigners, right. aren't they? They really are. All right, Yoshihashi. Yoshihashi is in us.
1: Well, in we, B... we called it.
0: I mean, he is a never six-man champion. He's yeah. earned the right to be there. All right. B-Block. B-Block. Yeah, they are teasing us because there's two blocks at the top that... Uh, are not being used. All right. Shingo. Shingo Takagi in. Uh, A block. Ooh. Joe sure, A block's looking fucking sexy already. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up. Sonata. Sonata. They're going to chuck him in B. They sure are. B block. Ooh, B block's looking... Ooh. <laughs> 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 All right. It's, it'll get better, I'm sure. Okay, I hope so. There we are. Is our world champion, See Naito. In B-Block. So he's B-block. been kept
1: away from Okada.
0: Yeah. Let yeah. the record show that. Let the record show he is kept away from Okada. Uh, Former champion, Evil Bullet Club member. Is he an A or B? B-Block. Oh, so Naito and Evil in the same block. All right. They haven't announced a... Uh... Oh, no. Yujiro Takahashi.
1: <laughs> yeah, there we go. I was waiting for that.
0: Oh, in A block. Well, he's eating some fucking pins there. That's for sure. A block. And again, they're not filling these in order. They're, they're moving them all around. Oh, there we go. Zack Sabre Jr. All All right. In, I'm going to say B block. There he is. B block. Still no one from overseas. No one from overseas. All right. Bup, 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 bup. Tai Chi in. No no real surprise there. Uh, I say A block, right? Yep, A block. There you go. A block's still looking like the, the sexier block to me. I'm going to be honest with you. All right. Next up. Minoru Suzuki is in. I know that's uh, something people were clamoring for. I'm a little upset that uh, there was a possibility he would not be. And he is in A block. With Chi, We've got Suzuki versus Chi to look forward to. <laughs> that's correct. That is correct. Uh, there it is. There's our first one. Juice Robinson. First Juice. of all, pastrami sandwich, boys. They're in. There it, it's, it's one in. out of four. Yep. B block. B block. So a little pastrami for you guys. Juice is in. B block. Next up, our second slice of pastrami sandwich. Jeff Cobb is in G1 in the A block. A block, Jeff Cobb. All right, let's see if we get some more sandwich, Joe. Ooh. We kind of, not really. A little surprising because we thought he was not going to make it Kenta. Kenta fills out block B. All right. So that means you'll get Kenta Evil. And uh, again, another slice of uh, delicious sandwich for us. In A block, Will Osprey. That's three out of four. Three out of four. And then the last spot. Any surprises?
1: No. But
0: it is a sandwich for us.
1: The switchblade J-White. Are you telling me, Damon, that we got four out of four on those pastrami sounds? That is, you know... That is unbelievable, isn't we, it? It, just, it keeps happening. It just it's keeps bizarre. happening and happening. We are not... We're never wrong. We're
0: not wrong. If we say it, fucking it's true. Although, uh, I, I guess they got uh, they got Kenta in. That's good. That's good, too. That was the one that we were a little bit unsure of, but okay. All right, so how we feeling, Joel? that's that's a-, a block looks fucking tight i'm not gonna lie a block looks really solid b block looks good but i think everybody's looking at that a block and their fucking pants
1: are down for that one any matches jumping off the page to you because right i'm I'm looking at a block i'm thinking we're getting a, a rematch from wrestle kingdom ibushi okada that should be great shingo versus okada we're getting Shingo versus Osprey again. We're getting Ishii... I mean, Ishi will. We're getting Ishii
0: Okada. Ishii Shingo. I mean, just just that alone... A <laughs> few my fucking pants are down. Uh, and, let's be truthful, Ishii's had some pretty great matches with Chi, right? Those haven't been terrible matches. They're usually really good. Um... I'm trying to look for gems in B-Block.
1: What do you think the sexiest match in B-Block is? Tanahashi Naito? Yeah. It's been a while since we've seen that. And I, you know, speculated that there was a match they were protecting. And I wonder if they're protecting that for another block final.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I, hear, and again, some of the biggest takeaways Okada, Naito, they're kept
1: apart. Um,
0: man, That's what he, I'm
1: looking at. I'm thinking finals. Who are we looking at for finals here? Man, that fucking A block is is Joel
0: Suzuki's in there, man. Suzuki's gonna have some fucking great matches in there.
1: I, 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 I seriously, I cannot wait for that Suzuki Taichi match. That A block. The, the tension in Suzuki-gun, you know, a lot of people yeah. say that Taichi's the real leader now. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? That's a great point. I didn't even consider that.
0: Is this, it, this is going to be one of the, uh, you know, big time matches. Juice. I mean, we'll see Juice and Tanahashi. I think that'll be really good. I think Juice and Naito will be good. whoo wee and even guys that are going to take take falls, in again, I keep pointing at A Block, and I probably should recognize B Block a little bit more, but man, I just can't fucking get my my attention past A Block. Jeff Cobb's in A Block. Jeff Cobb has some guys who can do what we like. You know, he has some dance partners that that are a good fit, don't you think? Abushi, yeah,
1: absolutely. Jingo. Ishii? Mmm. Mmm. This is... This is. What are you how, giving this? How does it stack up for you f- compared to last year? So, I mean, let's look at who's out compared to who's in. So, I'm trying to do level comparisons here. So, you tell me if you upgrade, downgrade, or a wash. Okay, so we've got Moxley or Suzuki.
0: For me, personally, Suzuki. Um... And that's not to say that, that having Mox in there would be, you know, a downgrade by... I, I just prefer... I mean, listen, it's G1. I, I want to see
1: Suzuki in it. Bad luck, Farley or Yujiro?
0: I mean, Yujiro's in here to fucking lie down to a lot of people. How many points is he getting? Four? <sighs> Yeah, I so I was like two, four. Between two and four. His ceiling is four in this, right? Watch him get like fucking t- ten. <laughs> be like, what the fuck? Uh, I would say four is the ceiling, right? Four is the ceiling. Uh, I got so I would say I would say Takahashi
1: is an upgrade, and then Apollo. it would be Lance Archer or Yoshihashi. I prefer Lance, given a straight choice, but not that yeah. much in it. I mean, I, I, my appreciation of Yoshihashi has grown this year. He wouldn't have... I would have much rather had a Hiromu or a Sho or a Despi in there, but seeing as they've gone all heavyweight, can't really argue with that. How
0: about Tanahashi Kenta?
1: Yeah, it be- seems that they've put all like the, the high-paced work-rate guys in A block, but B block... Are the guys who are going to slow things down a bit and tell you more of a story in the ring?
0: Jay White. Even like a
1: a, a Tanahashi versus Evil. That's one that interests me.
0: Yeah. I think Zach Kenta interests me. I think Kenta Tanahashi interests me. I think. uh, For whatever reason, I'm really fucking pumped for, for Juice Tanahashi. Um. I mean, we'll get Evil Naito again. I don't know if anybody's doing fucking cartwheels for that. I mean, just the history there is, is pretty interesting. Um, I can't say I'm like... Are you excited over any of the Sonata
1: possibilities? I don't recall ever seeing Sonata versus Naito. That is one that interests me. Just in terms of who's going to win.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Goto feels like he's had a he's had a taste of just about everybody. Um You know, we still haven't even talked about Jay White in Blockhead. I'm so excited about him being back. Right? I mean, I've missed him. I mean, that's a nice little mix. I'm kind of glad that he that that he's there and Will
1: Osprey. I'll tell you what's interesting that they kept Jay White and Evil separate yeah
0: mm. I'm looking at this fucking this A again just, just so we're clear here A block has Ibushi Cobb Okada Ishi Osprey, Shingo Suzuki, Taichi, Jay White, and Yujiro.
1: Disappointed that you didn't see Hiromu. Yeah, they picked the wrong Takahashi. Maybe, maybe that was a clerical error. They just put Takahashi on there. Okay, yeah, there we go. Yujiro, Takahashi. Great. Right. Right. I'm a little disappointed in the lack
0: of uh, juniors. I think of my, and my only finger wag... Is that the lack of juniors? They 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 drew the hard line in the sand when it came to heavyweights. That's my only finger wag at this, Joe. Aside from that, is there is no one else on this roster that is missing?
1: Yeah, I was going to ask: like, Is there anyone who you think are notable exclusions from this? Because what about?
0: Yuji David
1: Finley well I was thinking David Finley the reason I said that I was talking to Nicole earlier about this and the fact that they brought Jeff Cobb in and they would have had to you know use some loopholes there because he's obviously not a resident of Japan the fact that they brought him in and not a David Finley speaks volumes doesn't it it really does how about Hanare yeah, I would have I mean Hanari is even behind David Finley in the pecking order. I mean David Finley's a guy who won the world tag league, they won the tag titles and a lot of people were excited and thought oh yeah, maybe this is finally going to be a an elevation for David Finley, but seems not. I mean, the question to ask would he have been in it in a, a non-covid world? I don't even know about that.
0: All right. Yeah, I think if we're looking at people that that were on the bubble David Finley. I, I mean, every year, poor Hanare tweets out, I'll be there fucking next year. You looked over me again. Um, I, I but, but the only name that I would even remotely consider removing would be Takahashi. And Jeff Cobb. I mean, there is a valid complaint there that I mean, they they went through some hoops to get Jeff Cobb in. Now, again, maybe there was something in the background that we don't know about where they couldn't get the other guys in and have them quarantine and all that stuff, right? May- maybe that's the case. And they said, okay, well, we can get Jeff Cobb in, right? Um, so maybe he was a plan C to get in. But, you know, if we're talking pastrami sandwiches, that was – that was – that was – that was a name that was given to us
1: a little bit ago, right? <laughs> so, um, alright. Uh, I, I must say, I'm shocked that they didn't put Yujiro in the same block as Naito, because I wanted to see the Team No Limit go at go at it again. I mean, a lot of people are going to wring their hands about Yujiro being in it, and he's I certainly would have preferred to have like a, a show or Hiromu in the blocks instead of him, but maybe it's unfair to judge him by the quality of the Okada feud, when Okada was basically sleepwalking through it. I think it's fair to say. So now we've got Ujiro in matches against people who are likely to be able to put the effort in and carry him to more interesting matches.
0: Yeah, and again, p- uh, look at that A block. I mean, who the fuck's lying down in that block?
1: You gotta I, have I a- tell you, <laughs> I think a lot of Twitter will be very happy if Ujiro ha- happens to beat Will Ospreay. Oh, no doubt. I I mean, I... I mean, I think we've got to talk about the Osprey thing. I I do feel the need to acknowledge it because... Okay. You know, there's there's a lot of controversy about his inclusion, uh, given his involvement in that really ugly situation, which involved him defending a friend who was accused of rape and then going on to blackball the accuser, Pollyanna, from further wrestling bookings, which I believe has been confirmed by one promotion, at least. So... Uh, Some people might look at that as Will sticking up for a friend that he believes But that also creates an environment that might dissuade victims of rape or sexual assault From speaking out in the future And as always there's a much bigger discussion to be had here That I don't feel well informed enough to do Uh, And I know he didn't break any laws But there are plenty of very very bad things that people do on a regular basis That also aren't illegal So I think we can do better than that as a society Like not breaking the law doesn't give you a pass. That shouldn't be the benchmark for for how we judge things. And I mean, rightly or wrongly, he's going to continue working for New Japan. He's in the G1. And that does mean I we're going to continue discussing his matches. I mean, I'm certainly not going to be falling over myself to praise his work like I did last year uh, because I do have uh, issues with the way he's conducting himself. But I'm not going to refuse to cover his matches. So if that disappoints some of you, then I apologise. I don't feel good about it, but I felt... That is necessary to address the elephant in the room going forward, Damon.
0: Fair, I think that's fair.
1: Um, I, and I kind of, you know, and
0: I kind of, I feel the same way. So um, it's yeah, I think you said it better than I could. So there, there's that.
1: All right, good. So getting the super J gun to your head, Damon. Give me who you think the block finalists are going to be. Whoosh. Um,
0: to me, I. I think Okada's in the final. Um,
1: B block, I don't think it's necessarily Naito. So, uh, sticking with A block, if we think Okada's in the final, who do you think he is pipping to get there? Are we, it's hard to look past Ibushi, again. And I know Okada-Ibushi was the block final last year. But again, it's hard to look past that. There are other that would be quite mouthwatering on paper, like... Okada Shingo going How into the Osprey? final
0: night. How about Osprey? You know, I sp- don't think
1: Osprey's is going to have enough points to be in the mix I, there. Or you I, could I do Okada J White as the block final.
0: You could, but keep I in think mind Ibushi
1: or, or J White would be the my pick.
0: I mean, weren't we building originally for Osprey to finally get that win over Okada? Yes, I don't know this if it m- would be this year. Well, yeah, I was about to say, wasn't uh, was was it supposed to be this year that he got over that hump of coming close last? Uh, you know, last time. Well, he he could water? get that win over him in the middle of the tour. He could, he could, <laughs> or he could get it at the end when it's really
1: impactful. Uh, I I can't see Osprey going through to a G1 final. No. With the,
0: with uh, <laughs> he looks like a heavyweight
1: now. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you're right. I can't rule uh, it out. I just, I just see Okada, Ibushi, Jay White there, and it's hard to look past those three. I think we're, we're bu- yeah. I think,
0: I, I think I'm, I'm guilty of looking over Jay White. I definitely think I'm looking over Jay White. Because remember
1: that was a match they were going to do in the New Japan Cup in its original form. We were going to get. Okada versus Jay White in the first round. Give me the top. Give me your top guys in A Block. Give me
0: your top three.
1: Oh, um, what in terms of how I think they're going to be ranked by points yep. at the end yep. of this? Yeah, okay. I'd say Okada at the top, and maybe Jay White and Ibushi falling just behind. Okay, I'm I'm saying
0: Okada, Jay White, Osprey. I think Osprey's in the mix. I really do I, I i I think he's I think he's going to be uh I think they did what they did for a reason um I think he's I think he's going to be in the mix to the very end to the to the very end um but I still say a We're Okada gets out of that alive and I'll tell you what's even harder I think B's even harder
1: yeah, because I know I keep banging on about Tanahashi, Naito, but I can't see Tanahashi getting enough points where he's in contention on the final night because the whole story they're telling with him is that you know he's well on his way to becoming a dad and he can't hang anymore. So for him to then be rocking up to the final B block night with twelve points or whatever would be a bit strange. So but that's where he always redeems himself, right? The big show, the big the big moment,
0: like. Okay, he may not be Hiroshi Tanahashi in fucking February. Come G1, he tapes up what he needs to tape up. He fucking takes his Advil and he gets his ass in the ring and he performs. And he wins.
1: I think we're looking at some dark horses in B block. I hate to say it, but I'm leaning towards evil. As the winner of B Block, or maybe even a Sanada. Mm, we want to go so down. I'm just that, thinking that it, it, Evil that, against Okada as the G1 final. Because I think you, they have to consolidate Evil's elevation in the card. You can't have him like finishing with eight points. He's got to be at least in contention when you come into the final night, surely.
0: Yeah, I think Evil's in the mix. I think Naito's in the mix. He's your champion. He's not going to be not in the mix. And then it's two others that are in the mix. Final night. And I think you have to put Kenta in there. In there.
1: And Senada, I, I would say.
0: Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll say Tanahashi in that role. So Kenta, Evil, Tanahashi, Naito. Which can make sense. I mean, you got two Bullet Club guys going for it. And they'll probably be paired off against you know, you know Evil, Naito, Kenta, Tanahashi. Um, and then a mix of those two go to the finals. Right? The problem is, is that I don't think Naito goes to the finals. Like, I don't think you're going to see Okada, Naito in no, the final. No, you don't usually have the champion in the final. Right, so who's beating Naito to set up a, a title challenge? Evil again? Mm, that's your question.
1: Mm. Sonata?
0: <laughs> so
2: every say goodbye
1: year it's got to (laughs) be you know what i mean like every year it's the same fucking you know uh well look okay let me just add the caveat here that we do have um sorry let me let me just say there's a power struggle announced for november the 7th that tour begins october 23rd in Korakuen, so that's five days after the g1 final and they're doing saitama chiba yamagata fukushima ibaraki they're doing Korakuen for two nights shizuoka and kochi so we are going to have it looks like at least one more quote-unquote big show uh, the next big show afterwards would be, yeah, Power Struggle, November seventh, for Eddie and Arena. So, I don't know if they are going to do any more title defenses, IWGP title defenses for Naito, between now and Wrestle Kingdom. But maybe Power Struggle could be one of them. So again, we're, yeah. we're looking for someone in this block to possibly get a win over Naito and have a claim for a title shot between the end of G One and Wrestle Kingdom. I think that's a definite, right? I mean, Naito is not going undefeated.
0: He's going to lose to somebody, and usually, it's—I mean, I can't say usually, but let's just let's just assume that it's later in the tournament, um, and it's going to be a, one of those people. And B Block is going to pin Naito and get a title shot. I, I think I think it's a safe bet, right?
1: Who's winning? Who's beaten? Who's pinning Naito? Juice, no, right? You wouldn't think Kenta, because he's already had his title match with Naito this year. Right. Could be Zack. Think Zack?
0: I don't think Yoshihashi. They would never do that. Yano, no. How about Goto? Hmm, could be. Goto's a god is always in the mix, and, and if... Especially now, people kind of get warmed up to Goto.
1: It's a very even block, isn't it, B-block? It is. I, I suspect there's not going to be too much of a range of points there between the bottom and the top. And I can't see
0: any surprises. Like, okay, so if you look at A-block, I mean, you could argue that if Chi gets a win over Suzuki, that's, that's a major rattling of New Japan fandom if osprey beats okada that's a major shakeup i don't feel that way on b block like, like the only guy that i would feel like okay that's a major shakeup would be juice getting a win over fucking naito right there's nothing there's nothing comparable to the idea of a guy getting a big uh a big time win to to move them up a level to make them more of a of a big gun, you have a lot of those possibilities in A. It feels like I don't think you got those in B. That I think that's what, the one thing that's missing in B block is that element of you got guys in A again, Tai Chi, Osprey, uh, that could pull off a big win to to become bigger than. Eh, listen, we're forgetting about Shingo in this too. Shingo could definitely be,
1: be put in that category, don't you think? Yes. I don't know. It's really hard to tell because I, I don't know to what extent the management at New Japan look at him as a Dragon Gate guy.
0: I mean, for what it's worth, I think they gave him a little run with the Never title. I thought that was one of the most interesting things of fucking 2020 so far.
1: A lot of people have held never title, <laughs> to be fair. It's not one of the more prestigious titles in New Japan. No. I mean, yeah, I get it. I understand. But, uh, you know, but what he did with it was, I thought, again,
0: you think Shingo had a great 2020? Of course he did.
1: Oh, yeah. He's definitely he's in, in the conversation for wrestler of the year. Or right. New Japan wrestler of the year, at least. <laughs> that qualifier apparently is <laughs> necessary on the Super J cast. <laughs> right. Uh, but, yeah, I mean. Alright, so we, we've,
0: we've.
1: I genuinely don't know, Damien. This is. I, I love the fact that it's not, you know, screaming at you. The final is going to be this guy beating this guy.
0: They haven't announced shows yet, have they? Do, do we know? Yeah, when... that,
1: that is no. They haven't given the matches and the dates yet because that is usually kind of a spoiler, isn't it? Because you just you right. go straight and you look and see what the lineup is for uh, Sumo Hall for those the penultimate two nights. And then you can say, oh well, you know, it's gonna be between these two guys.
0: Right. They usually tip their cards there. So But then
1: again, I mean if they give you for A block some combination of Ibushi, Okada, j White, I don't know for sake of argument, let's say Shingo, that might be tricky to call. And likewise, if the B block final night, we're looking at a card that involves some combination of Naito, Tanahashi, Evil. And Kenta or Sanada, again, it might not be as, as easy as I initially thought. I, I, I'm just, I just
0: had this thought. This is what makes me love pro wrestling. It's this conversation. It's this. So, yep, I got my fucking spreadsheet out. What do you think of that, dicks? Oh, <laughs> are we doing pick this year? Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, we are. This is, this is it. This is what this is what I love. So, whatever, I you know, I'm I'm in on this. This is this you know what I mean? Like this is
1: the like I don't give a shit about it's this a world away from discussing the fucking KOPW 2020. Right. Season, you it?
0: know what I mean? Like this is this is this is fucking great. This is what we're here for, Damon. This is this is why we do this show. Let's be very truthful. This is why we do this show. We spent, we spent a little time talking about crisps, but however long we spent talking about this, and and, and here's the thing: we could talk about it for another fucking two hours. It feels like this. This is why we. This is why I get up at six o'clock in the morning to do a fucking show. This, these moments, Christmas morning is this. Is this is what this is? This is what this is. A little disappointed. No, no, Eugenia I would have liked to see Eugene Nagata. Is
1: Eugene Nagata go- well, right, you know, he he said that in 2017 that was going to be his last G1. And I know in the backstage yeah. promos he was saying he might change his mind, he would like to be back in it. But that, I think, was a nice send-off for him because everyone knew it was going to be his last G1. And he had that nice moment in the final match against Fale where Fale bowed to him because he was his senpai in the dojo. So that was a really nice send-off. And I know a lot of people talked about Kojima as well. Yeah. But in the same G1 that Nagata retired, so Nagata retired from G1, two points, I think he only got one win I believe it might have been over Zach in the other block, Kojima also ended with only one win, right. so he and Nagata both ended with two points, so even though they didn't give Kojima the official this is your last G1 send off the fact that he ended with the same points tally as Nagata signals to me that they saw him on the same level, so to expect uh, uh, you know, healthy Kojima from 2017 ending with two points, three years later after a serious knee injury being in contention is maybe a little bit unrealistic. As much as we love Kojima, I love him. I think he's great. I think he can still go. But just the fact that he finished 2017's G1 with two points, I think okay. it's something we were overlooking. Okay, so David Finley,
0: disappointment. Again, for me personally, uh, Hanare as well. Anybody else we're missing that should be in this thing that we feel is getting slated?
1: If you had a straight choice between... Togi Makabe and Yujiro, who are you picking? Yujiro. Okay, that's fair. I mean, Makabe was another... Three guys got left out last year who were in, in 2018, and that was Makabe, Yoshihashi, Suzuki. Yoshihashi, Suzuki understandably back in because they are title holders. Makabe isn't, so I just wanted to pick your brains about that. I think, you know, there's not that much in it. I still like Makabe. I thought he was good in the New Japan Cup, but... Again, I will reserve judgment on Yujiro because when I see on paper things like Yujiro versus Ibushi, Yujiro Ishii, Yujiro ishi, Shingo, Yujiro Osprey, I think there could be some good stuff there.
0: We're already getting texts of how how we're we, uh, we, we doing with our uh, pastrami sandwiches. <laughs> uh, when
1: are people going to wake the fuck up, Damon? I don't know. I, there's I a, don't. there's a, like a handful of people who get it. Yeah, and everyone else is like, but Jeff Cobb's not a resident in Japan, right? He's eating the fucking pastrami sandwich, people. We told you. I know. I know. I don't know what we can
0: do. I don't know.
1: If we need. I don't know
0: if we need a sky writer. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, uh, look. If,
1: if if they don't get it, they don't deserve it. That's, they don't deserve it. right. Right. Call it a exactly. day.
0: Right. Just everybody who does get it, just remind everyone. Just send out your tweets and shit. Just remember, you know we were we fucking always always right uh, so thank you um, how about this junior tag tournament Damon I'm enjoying oh, that oh, a lot really? I mean, we got to go from, from this greatness to that <laughs>
1: <laughs> I liked it you know I, I'm really? a fan of junior tag team wrestling I like those belts I love a tournament I think this has been good personally um, I think a lot of those guys of the eight people involved in that, most of them are better as tag wrestlers, with the possible exception. Hiromu's a better singles wrestler. Despy, probably a better singles wrestler as well. But the other six guys, I think, are definitely stronger in tag teams. I like the, the fluidity of the heel and face dynamics. Like For example, when we had the two heel teams, like Suzuki-Gun against Bullet Club, uh, Despy became like the de facto babyface in peril against the Bullet Club guys. Uh, we, we had Hiromu healing up against Master Watto when he was doing the Mongolian chops to take the piss out of Tenzan. So I like the, the way that that can change match by match. And they've given these guys plenty of time to work. I applaud the decision to make these matches the co-main and the main event every evening because that hasn't been the case in years gone by. You know, you would have, like, you, your junior tag tournament matches but you'd have to have the big stars on top in a Mighty Man Tag but they haven't done that this year and they're giving them lots of time to wrestle and I think it's paying off I think everyone's working hard even Gedo who I was side-eyeing his inclusion I know there's not really anyone else but he's put in I think some really good performances I think he's got good chemistry with Ishimori I think Ishimori's working harder than usual I thought their match uh, against LIJ in the, the main event of the first night was really surprisingly good I, and I like the the Master Wato, Toguchi team. I like Toguchi's disgusting hand gestures. They're so filthy that I don't quite know what he's going for there. But I I definitely know it's obscene. I don't know if you can shed any light on what he might be doing there. <laughs> but I, I in this you know this is a tag team that from day one, ever since Master Watto came back, I've been saying that paramount with Toguchi. He's a yeah. you know a veteran who can hold his hands and guide him through and help him grow in confidence. And it's working. I can see Watto increasing in confidence. So give myself a little victory lap there. I, I thought his Watto's exchange with Hiromu was really exciting. That was very high-paced and Watto was nailing everything. The timing was spotting. It was very athletic. And just having Toguchi there as you know the, the, the safety bat to you know literally tell him what to do next in some parts of the match, I think is a big help to him. And there's also good comedic chemistry between them. There was a, a really funny post-match interview where Taguchi says to him what should we call our team and Watto says one or eight which in Japan in Japanese is a phrase that basically means all or nothing but in English it just came out as nonsense and then Taguchi just says not following you and then just grabs him by the shoulder and <laughs> walks him off the screen <laughs> and then there's Tenzan in the background who's corpsing that was a really funny moment for me um, I'm enjoying the LIJ team Bushiromu they've got a new theme that rocks they've got matching masks they've got the Camisatchi masks. Yeah. I'm yeah. enjoying this tournament a lot, Damon. You, you, you're, you are looking
0: on the bright side of life when it comes to this. You certainly are, and that's good. Like, you know, there's no, you know, th- to point out the positives. Uh, but la- allow me, if you if you don't mind, <laughs> to uh, counterpoint uh, some of these. Uh, none of these matches are are anything that's that is stickable like these matches are for for a tournament for titles that okay you could argue this the 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 level of what the junior tag titles are uh none of these matches are anything that anyone is going to go back in 2020 and put on a best of or uh, a rewatch list or anything like that we can agree on that right
1: yes Okay.
0: Two, so, while you did like the heel and face dynamic, that kind of shifted match by match based off of who was in the ring. And I, can, and I also can appreciate that. Here's what I didn't like. Joel, I know it's a, it's a hot button when it comes to uh, heel shenanigans and specifically... Not even heel shenanigans. I don't even mind heel shenanigans. I've you know that you're 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 establish, establishing yourself as boo for me. If I see another motherfucking ref bump, Joel, I'm gonna lose my goddamn mind.
1: It has become <laughs> I was just gonna say, give me an over-under on the number of ref bumps in the G1. <laughs> Because we got Yujiro I... in there, we got Evil in there, we got Jay White in there, we got Kenta in there. It has become the
0: absolute most lazy booking of any major promotion on God's Green Earth. Joel, there were there were there were at least three that I counted in a I'm not gonna say a meaningless junior tag team tournament match. But do we does, do we have to have, every time he gets in the fucking ring, he's taking some type type of bump. Like, is there a promotion on Earth that that has as many ref bumps as New Japan Pro Wrestling? If there is, let me know. I again, I'm not watching Raw every week. I'm not watching SmackDown every week. So okay, but I am. Help me, Joel. Can you name a promotion on God's Green Earth that does as many lazy, I'm saying it, lazy heel ref bumps and misdirections as New Japan
1: Pro Wrestling? They are doing it a lot, but I must admit oh. it's not something I noticed being particularly egregious during these tag tournament matches. It's unnecessary.
0: Just have... Just give me give me one fucking match where we don't see it give me uh, give me one match where red shoes gets in that fucking ring and is not oh my shoulder oh oh and hot and oh my i'm burying my head in the turnbuckle because someone uh grazed my ankle <laughs> just, i just i i i maybe i'm hypersensitive to it i probably am i find it to be At this point, just lazy. Just lazy booking. There's no other way we can establish a heel team than by fucking around with red shoes. Doesn't it get tiring after a while? Again, I don't even think the WWE does this to their referees. Their referees are positioned better than New Japan Pro Wrestling. There. I said it. AEW's referees are positioned better, less of boobs than New Japan Pro Wrestling. And by boobs, I mean dummies, not boobs, you know what I mean. <laughs> um it's 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 unbelievable at this point. Uh, and and it's be bego- it's gotten beyond hand wave for me at this point. So you take the fact that we got Matches that are all—they're good. They're fine. they are they are your gentlemen's three stars. Add constant goofy ref bumps. Uh, It's—it—it's not something that i um, um, Look, w- positives that you gave me, Master Wato looks much better, and I think him starting out as a tag team wrestler I think, is a fantastic thought. I would, have, I would have no problem with him and Toguchi having those titles. Zero problem. None whatsoever. Um, Bushi, eh, I could put in the bin. Hiromo kind of carrying that team, for me anyway, uh, is, is always enjoyable. His interactions with Master Watto, I liked. Um, I, I still like Kanemaru and, 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 and Despi. I think they're a fantastic tag team. I just think the the, the way that the, this tournament has been positioned, uh, the fact that the matches haven't really been spectacular, and again, I'm not looking for G1. I'm just looking for something that I can that is somewhat memorable. They if they all felt the same, they literally felt like interchangeable parts to me. Um, and there really isn't a lot to get excited about for it for me anyway. Watching these these matches so far.
1: Oh, well, we'll have to agree to differ on that one. Um, at the moment, we are in the middle of the Waguchi or Ass Masters or whatever you're calling them team against Bullet Club. And I'm just looking at the point tallies here. Basically, the top two teams will go through to the final at Korakuen on the 11th. Uh, do you have any predictions on which two teams you think are going to be contesting the final? Which team do you think is going to win the titles? Well, what's on this show that we're
0: that we're that I haven't watched? I have not watched. So we game. got
1: uh, Kawato Taguchi against Bullet Club now, and then the main event will be Lij Team against the Suzuki Gun Team. And if okay, here are the permutations: a Waguchi and Lij win means a Waguchi and Lij final. A Waguchi Suzuki Gun win means a Waguchi Lij final. Bullet Club Lij win means it's a three-way tie for second and a bullet club Suzuki Gun win makes it a Suzuki Gun and Lij final. <coughs> I've <Wow>. gone cross eyed. <laughs> yeah, I mean
0: over the over the junior tag then. Um oh Gator whipping to Gucci, I was saying. Um uh, what do you want me to do? You want me to pick a winner? Or you, you, okay, we, well, we, I'll tell you who I, think, I, I, I just, think. Just as an FYI, by the way, while here's here's Red Shoes down on the gra- uh, ground. <laughs> Here it is. I'm just, I'm, I'm literally <laughs> yeah, what I just wrong. complained you're about. You're not wrong. I'm looking right at it right now.
1: Oh, come on. um no, he's—he's he's right. not. He, he didn't get bumped there. That wasn't a referee. Why? Oh, what is he doing but, on the ground? Know, Put him in, in the, the corner. For anything you do outside of the ring is perfectly legal. You could get out a gun, he's on the ground, shoot your right opponent now. in the face, <laughs> and Red Shoes would just be standing in the ring, shaking his that's head disapprovingly. Fine. Go, bring it back into the ring, guys. Come on, that's not <laughs> on. I got no problem with that. Fine. Why is Red Shoes down? He's—he's he's on his knees, in the it's corner. Not. What? What is he sleeping? No, he's taking in the ring. a nap. He's telling them get it back into the ring, boys. He was not. He was down on the ground. He was. He was. He was, they, they,
0: they, He was down on the ground.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on
0: anymore. Oh, fucking unbelievable. Um, who's all right, I think. Look, let's let's give the belts to. Um, what is what is Watto? I don't think. Do you think Watto? This is the question. Is Watto and uh, Taguchi winning these titles? Yes or no?
1: Eventually, yes. But I don't think they're winning them on the 11th. This is okay. what I see happening. I think Bullet Club are going to win this match. I don't know now. Basically, if, if Watto and Taguchi win, then that means there's no drama in the next match because I don't believe even if Suzuki can win, they can't make it to the final because they lost to Watto and Taguchi. So I don't think they'd do that. Right. Uh so, I am thinking we get a Suzuki-gun and Lij final, and then Suzuki-gun with the belts, and then you can have Watto and Taguchi chase Despi and Kanemaru for those belts. And you know, maybe that's a early uh, an undercard match on Wrestle Kingdom. Okay,
0: that's fair. So in this match here, we need uh, for that to play out. Um, we need both. Oh, there we to- go. <laughs> yeah, we did get a rest bump, Okay. There we go. <laughs> 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 Watch. Oh, the fuck!
1: Yeah, Richie's is not good, is he? Oh my god, he's
0: bigger than half the people in that fucking ring.
1: Unbelievable!
0: Ah, oh, well, look, you know, what are you going to? Again, it just to me, it just feels so fucking lazy. We can't do anything else besides this. I don't know. All right, again, people don't want to hear me fucking go off about this, but probably giggling under their breath this maniac yapping about ref bumps,
1: <laughs> but it's just, well, I, I mean, I tell you that my, uh, well, our predictions are usually predictions. You can take straight to the bank and talk to us about hot predictions and my bookie. If you would. Oh, I can. Uh, my bookie, uh, our, our favorite sponsors. Yes.
0: My bookie, um, with their little
1: icon on our, our podcasts. Did, did you notice did, did you oh, notice did, that? Yeah, Captain Krech did that for us.
0: Excellent. Uh, you know, we're probably getting paid millions for that, right? <laughs> yeah, I've quit my job already. Nice, nice. And I'm sure you quit your job with all the the bets that
1: you've made, right? All the all the uh, all the parlays. Uh, Damon, as Paul Heyman would say on the Super Showcast, we don't we don't make predictions. We give spoilers. Uh. As that is fantastic.
0: That is fantastic. So uh I made a deposit as well. So I uh used my bookie to uh bet on a little NHL playoffs this weekend. That's right, that's right, and a big payout for for myself. Uh thank you, Golden Knights of Las Vegas, uh for that. And uh, how did I do that? Well, I used the code SuperJ at my bookie and made my deposit. And bingo, bango, boom, uh, cashed in. Now, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to look for the read because I can't find it. I I knew you were stalling. I am stalling like no (laughs) one's business. So what I need for Joel to do is to send me the copy, and then I'm going to give that the great Damon Reed that only I can. Uh, but know that you've got the NBA playoffs. They're in mid-swing. Mid you've got baseball coming right around the corner with their uh, playoff system, their wild card system. The NFL, which is always a hot ticket. When it comes to laying down some odds Picking your favorite. Got the Premier, League starting, well Premier League starting as I'm well This weekend I'm expecting
1: big things from Arsenal And Mikel Artekas yep. I think we might be able to do it this year I think we could be able to Sneak our way into the top four We've got it, it, Community Shield in the bag We've got the FA Cup in the bag And it, I think maybe a, a cheeky little bit of money On the old Arsenal Making it into the Champions League spot So yeah. definitely right. one to look into My bookie
0: Listen, I'm right there with you. Listen, it's saying it's summertime, but we know summertime, Labor Day in the United States is kind of the unofficial end of summertime, Joel. But at my bookie, that can only mean one thing. It's not about the temperature outside. It's about a winning season season. At my bookie. That's right. A winning season for you. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. How about that? Winning season means free bets, super contests, survivor pools, and more. At my bookie, winning season is all about your chance to win big. Again, we talked about it. The NBA playoffs, right? They're in full swing. NHL playoffs, the cup's going to be given away real soon. Uh, I, again, I won some money with my bookie as well. Major League Baseball, they're 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 doing their countdown to the playoffs. UFC, right? Uh, Joel just mentioned Premier League returning. NFL football, look, it's all over. The craziest sports uh, time of your life. It's here. Simple. Here's what you do: make your picks, you win big, you collect your cash, just like I did. Invest in your sports intuition. Listen, I we have a we have a we have a, a Discord channel. We talk all about sports, and a lot of lot of people uh, yapping away in the, in that Discord about what they know and what they don't. Do. Well, now here, put your money where your mouth is. Put your money where your mouth is. Invest in your intuition. Select from hundreds of future bets, or you could even bet on games. How about this in real time with my bookies live betting? Now, put that big brain of yours to good use. Use the promo code SUPERJ SUPERJ, and double your first deposit. That's pretty great. SuperJ, double your first deposit. New players, you get up to $1,000 in free play, designed to add a little bit more excitement to the sports you love and the games that you bet. Thousands of cross-sport wagers, props, parlays. They're waiting right for you. So get on it. Sign up now. Bet with the best and celebrate your victory your winning season begins today only at my bookie super j is what you want to put in for that promo code again double your first deposit only at our friends at my bookie
1: well it looks like bullet club are the winners of this match so my prediction I we could have won is a- halfway there
0: yeah, we could have won some money there. Maybe some parlay. We could have parlayed the junior tag team chief. Are they taking odds on G1? That's a, that's a question. Is my bookie going to hop in
1: on the G1 action? Is I, what I want to know. Let's dip into the results of the most recent Fighting Spirit Unleashed show, which was on mm-hmm. Friday, September the 4th. So we had few matches here I'm not going to go match by match but let's just discuss the show as a whole in the opening match we had Alex Zane and the debuting Fred Rosser defeating the DKC and Clark Connors in 7 minutes 33 seconds it's Fred Rosser who pinned the DKC with the gut check second match was Carl Fredericks getting a big singles win over Mysterioso in 6 minutes 47 with the MD third match was Hikuleo defeating Brodie King in the Battle of the Big Boys in 7 minutes 35 seconds with Gunslinger. And the main event was Jay White defeating Flip Gordon in 10 minutes 22 with the Blade Runner. Uh, First of all, Damon, there was a a lot of hype over Fred Ross's debut. Yes. Didn't do much for me. I have to admit, if you were to put a gun to my head and say, tell me one thing Fred Ross did in that match, I wouldn't be able to tell you. I got the win. All right. Didn't he get the win? He got the win, right? (laughs) Yes, Uh, he did.
0: All right. There's one thing, Ah, uh, no, it was not a a spectacular debut, but um, I don't know if I really expected a lot of of fireworks, so to speak. I thought he was solid. I don't think he was ah uh, I, I don't think he dragged down a match or anything. Uh, again, I, what I said last week was, and it still holds true today. I don't think that we'll we'll see. Fred Rosser, uh, you know, traveling to Japan to be on big shows. I don't think we're going to see him challenging for the intercontinental title. Um, I don't even think we'll see him in, uh, you know, the, 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 the dark, uh, match rumble, but here's what we have. We have an opportunity to see what the dude's got right? And if he's if it's a win, you know, if it turns out to be something special or a diamond in the rough or uh you know, a surprise uh, uh something that we didn't know that we that we had. Great. And I and again, I think that's what this show can do. It's a great way to for guys to get some work uh that might fly a little bit under the new Japan radar, uh, get him in a ring. And see what we got and then we can offer contracts and stuff like that so um i again i I don't necessarily think this was a tryout match but you know in some ways it was a tryout match and uh, nothing that was memorable nothing that was uh you know gonna knock your socks off but in, in a way i'm kind of glad right I mean, ha- w- 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 let me ask you this. Would you rather have uh, a debut like like uh, Fred Rosser had or if um, you were uh, Matt Seidel making a- him? <laughs> you know what I mean? I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew you couldn't resist. <laughs> what? You know what I mean? Like what, what debut would you prefer? I, I think I would prefer uh, the former Darren Young's uh, debut personally, but eh, to each his own.
1: I think it was also important for Carl Fredericks to get a singles win there because so far in these US shows, it's been close but no cigar for him. You know, he's not quite able to beat Jeff Cobb, not quite able to beat Kenta. So quite smart booking to have him getting a win in quite short order against Mysterioso. So I think that was smart. And uh, were you surprised that Hikaleo got the win over Brody King? Yeah, and he looked, he kind
0: of looked like he... I don't want to say dominated the match but it looked like he I don't know like if if, if there's that scale of who who it felt like Brody King was able to put over Hikaleo. let's put it that way and that kind of surprised me. Um it wasn't like a you know job or squash match but um I don't know I kind of felt like Hikaleo was more dominant to me at the end of the day and got the win. Um it kind of surprised me a little bit. Is Brody King a guy that you're surprised? Well, I mean, look, pandemic, you, know, you got to make cuts, but I mean, you know, I just remember Brody King being a guy that everybody talked about wanting to see in G one, but um,
1: yeah, that's, that's what I mean. And now he's losing to Hikuleo. and I think you know Hickelia is very talented, so I'm excited to see that the company are behind him. So I'm interested to see what what's going on with Hikuleo going forward. But I was surprised the fact that Hikuleo has been clearly positioned above Brody King.
0: Did you get the same feelings as I did during that match though? Like like it was like this was this was a show not a, like, I don't I don't know if I want to go so far as to say a showcase match, but it did feel like Hickelay was was there to win and Brody King was there to lose, right?
1: Yes, and I wonder if that's just the fact that you know Hickelay is a New Japan guy and Brody King is an ROH guy.
0: I mean, maybe maybe it's maybe it's as simple as that. But I was, I was a little bit shocked at at, at that. Um, okay, and then what
1: was it? Flipping Jay White, right? Yeah, um, yeah. That weird match, <laughs> as we discussed last <laughs> week, where you're not quite sure who you're supposed to be cheering for. But yeah, pretty straightforward win for Jay White, as he said afterwards. Barely even broke a sweat, barely out of breath. Seems like in retrospect, just a, a little warm up win for him before he rocks into the G one climax.
0: Yeah, um, it was a good match. It was fine. This, this this show uh, this show was a little weird. I thought you um, had a lot of things on paper that I don't know. I think it, I think I'm kind of getting used to the 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 show, and it really reminds me of like an ROH show, doesn't it? Doesn't it feel like you're watching? Like I had to remind myself a lot that I'm watching New Japan. Um, I, I I lose that. Um, I feel like, again, I'm watching the best analogy I can give is I feel like I'm watching Ring of Honor many times. Um, and I lose myself that, oh, yeah, I'm actually, this is a, a New Japan pro wrestling show.
1: Kind of reminds me of like watching WWF back in the day, like a, you know, Sunday Night Heat or something like that, where mm-hmm. it's very fun, easy to watch, matches are all pretty short, nothing outstays its welcome. Uh, but at the same time, you don't really remember much afterwards. Right, um, and I was kind of hoping it was, would be,
0: and I know it's hard to do because they're taping a lot of these shows in advance, so they're doing like you know, three weeks of tapings in one shot. Uh, but it has been done in the history of pro wrestling, so let, let's, you know, let's not make too many excuses here. I was kind of hoping it would be a little bit more episodic television as opposed to here are three matches on this show right you're looking for sort of long-term storylines yeah continuity yeah yeah i kind of kind of did like these are like i kind of felt like you got a taste of that especially when you know that debut show where we're talking about um uh, you know how how it felt like we were building stars to go out there and and be the cornerstone like carl fredericks um I don't know if I get that same taste anymore. Again, I feel like I'm I'm watching one of the, the criticisms that maybe that I had of Ring of Honor was I know I was going to watch some pretty decent matches, but I I felt like I was just watching pretty decent matches that that maybe I created a playlist or something. I kind of was hoping this would be have a I don't know. And again, and again, maybe this is just me projecting my wants uh and not really getting that itch scratched, but I thought we were going to get a little bit more of a territory and again a little bit more continuity and a little bit more continuality um, within the shows and I don't know if, if I
1: feel that and again, okay, well, bear I mean, in mind maybe there's something on this Friday's show that might change your mind, let me read the card to you and you tell me if there's anything that you think shows that kind of continuity so first match we've got ACH and TJP against Logan Regal and Adrian Quest so I'm excited to see ACH in action, as always. Let me just let my darling wife and uh, daughter into the room. I will be right back. (laughs) All right, all right. There they are, the stars of the show, the true stars of the
0: show, making an an appearance. um... I wonder what they think about G1. Imagine okay, uh, I'm back. I was just talking with our listeners. I was, uh, uh, well, Imagine Mally G1's uh,
1: predictions. I wonder what her hot takes were. <laughs> I yes, wonder if she well, can we, give we, any we'll, insight on Block A. We'll get her on the show for the Pickums next week, see how she does. Yeah. Uh, yeah, second right. match, we had uh, Rocky Romero going up against Danny Limelight. Again, I think there's a bit of a story there. They've been facing off in the tag matches, and that's one that I'm interested to see. Uh, third match, PJ Black and David Finley against Tangaloa and Tamatonga. So. Again, that's picking up the long-term storyline because, of course, uh, Finn Juice were feuding with Guerrilla's Destiny over the tag titles earlier in the year. Obviously, at the time of recording, Juice Robinson was injured, so that's why Finley's team with PJ Black. But Finley does have history with the G.O.D. boys. And then the fourth match is the IWGP US Heavyweight right-to-challenge contract with Kenta defending his briefcase against Jeff Cobb. And again, that's a story that has some uh, backstory to it because, you know, in the New Japan Cup, we had Kenta having to do some... Cheating and ref bumps to get the win over Jeff Cobb. So, is that more to your liking, or do you think I'm clutching at straws there?
0: Well, here's the problem: is it's like you have to be a fan of New Japan Pro Wrestling to kind of get those under the surface storylines, right? Those are all things and little breadcrumb things that can help you know tell a story. And if you're a fan of the product, you would see that and get that and know that and etc. Um, I guess I'm, I'm looking for a little bit more a little less subtle in a sense of I kind of want to see all right I don't know pick fucking somebody uh Clark Connors b- beats uh D. Casey and then gets on the mic and says okay you know Carl Fredericks you're a fucking piece of shit because you did this that and the other thing and blah 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 and the next week he does another promo Carl Fredericks you say, and then he jumps Carl Fredericks a week later, and now now we got some fucking things going on between Carl Fredericks and you know what I mean. Like that's the kind of shit I'm looking for. um Not oh yeah, I beat this guy four weeks ago in a tag match in yeah I don't know. I, I kind of look. I'm kind of kind of looking for a little, maybe a little bit more old school territory wrestling, right, a bit
1: more Again. entertainment and less of the sports.
0: I mean, you can have the sports, but just give me like the that.
1: I mean, maybe it's too simplistic nowadays,
0: but just give me. Uh, here's the reason why I'm fighting you, as opposed as, as opposed to. Um, here's let's have an athletic competition together, and I know that's mm. me saying that, which is no, strange, I agree, I agree, agree really. I, I totally agree with you. You know, it, it doesn't have to get comical. I, I mean, I don't want backstage vignettes, and I don't want. You know, but there's a way to do it where you know, okay, I don't know, Kevin Kelly's given an interview, and I't maybe you can't do that with social distancing. I don't know, but i I just kind of felt we had an opportunity to have something a little bit a little bit special. look, here's what I wanted. I wanted fucking n w a power <laughs> that's what I wanted I wanted they I felt like they had the right idea for for a moment or two. Um, that's what I'm looking for, and I thought we were going to get with New Japan. And, and that's all I made. I mean, I mean nobody you know, said, we're doing this, and they pulled the the, the rug from underneath. I just thought that this this would be a great opportunity to capitalize on that, and it
1: didn't happen. So eh, I'm a little disappointed, but it, it's my own disappointment. I, I worked myself into that. JC Wright says, speaking of commentary, do you guys agree that Kozlov is starting to come into his own on strong? I agree it was awkward to begin with, but he low-key makes me chuckle, and you know for sure he's in no way overproduced. Well, that's for sure. <laughs> right? There's nobody in his ear.
0: Uh, what did I see somewhere? Kevin Kelly is the uh, the dog whisperer of uh, struggling color comedy. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That was hilarious. <laughs> I did see that. Uh, he does. He, he does seem like he really turns uh, uh, chicken salad from uh, you know. Sorry. Could have been worse, uh, Kevin, if, if you're listening. Could have been much worse. Yeah. Oh, imagine that. <laughs> Jeez. Um, I think look. I, I I think people don't understand how difficult it is to be good doing that. Um, it's not something where people can just put on a fucking microphone and do it. And if they can do that, then then they're, they're then they're talented. Um, so. While I think it's easy for us to sit back and be like, "What the fuck did he say?" or "That makes no sense," or "That was silly," and or that scene contrived. So it's, it's harder to do. And I think he's, and I, and I would agree that it's gotten better. Uh, I don't think it's one of the best, but it's 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 not as awkward as the first shows. And I think you learn as you go with, at something like that. You get more comfortable. You know when they, when to hop in. I mean, it's like with us, you know. I, I, it, you, you build chemistry. Um and any good any good broadcast team does that. So uh, I, I think we we've seen improvements, yes.
1: Uh let's have maybe a couple of questions. Uh Not Nicole right. Boozlecorn says Damon, who do we talk to about organizing a cleansing ceremony in the Phillies bullpen? <laughs>
0: they stink, Joel. Joel, imagine having a powerhouse offense. Like you uh, have guys that when they step up to the plate, baseball. We're talking here. Uh, I mean, there's always a threat of runs. They, the Phillies have absolutely zero problems scoring runs. So their starting pitcher, you know, gets a little tired. We got to take him out. We're going to go to relief pitcher, right? So here comes this fucking bum coming out of the bullpen, and we could be up. We, we, there is no safe leave with the Philadelphia Phillies. (laughs) We could be up by seven runs and here comes some fucking bump coming out of the bullpen. And next thing you know, tie ball game. (laughs) You're like, what the fuck? And this is constantly Joel. Uh, They're horrible. They're, they're, they're horrible. And uh, I, I honestly think we could get out there and do a better job than the Phillies bullpen. They stink on ice.
1: All right, well, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm reluctant to end the podcast before this main event is finished because I, <laughs> I want to see who's getting through to the finals. Although I, I, I suspect I'm going to be correct. I, I suspect it is going to be Suzuki-gun who win it and setting up a rematch we'll do another between question. these two teams on Friday.
0: Do, we, do some more questions. I know you got a full house there right now, but we, we can, we can yeah. get another question
1: until the end of this match. Sure, Good. Mali, Mally, I'm going to keep answering questions until you tell me you would like me to stop and we'll go to Villa Market, okay? Mally, one? I'm going to keep answering listener questions until you say you've had enough and you would like us to leave and go to Villa Market, okay? It's up to you. Henry. <laughs> she says it's up to you. She's not really up to me. Uh, Dan like, two says Two or three questions. Two or three questions. Who's age better? Ibushit, 38 years old, or Kojima, who turns 50 next month? Also, have to throw Tanahashi in the mix, who turns 44 in November. And how do we feel about the potential unification of the lineal champion and KOPW champion when Farley eventually gets back to Japan?
0: Uh the linear champion, yeah. Is he, I guess Folly still has that, right? Yeah, technically you're right. Um I just can't get over that fucking trophy that they gave for that KOP dub. Uh, that is just an embarrassment. Um I think Tanahashi, I think Tanahashi had had higher quality matches at an at a older age. Right. Like, like Tanahashi's 40, Tanahashi at 40, I think will be better than if you look at it in history, my prediction, we don't know, we will be better than Ibushi when he, he turns 40 and better than Kojima's 40. So if we're just looking at 40, I think Tanahashi's got them beat, Right. Four years, four years ago, Tanahashi was pretty fucking spectacular. Still, is spectacular, but not not four years ago. Uh, so, I so if I'm going to take one, I'm taking Tanahashi's forty over what potentially could be Abushi's forty and what what uh, Kojima's forty was.
1: All right, I'm going to wrap it up there because I'm going to go with my. Wonderful family to the supermarket and buy some groceries and let's just assume that I was correct and that Suzuki-gun are going to win to set up a rematch against Lij on Friday, which uh, Suzuki-gun are also going to win to win the title. So there you go. There's my prediction. There you go. All Uh, right. All right. So again, thank you to my bookie for sponsoring us. My bookie forward slash Super J is the code that you can use to get all those wonderful benefits redcircle.com forward slash shows forward slash super dash j dash cast for our page if you want to give us some money uh discord link is in the show notes if you want to join all the people arguing about g1 inclusions there prowrestlingtees.com forward slash super for our great t-shirts thanks as always to editor dan on twitter at lousy hero 219 subscribe to voices of wrestling podcast network for other great shows give us a 5 star review on itunes you can follow us on twitter at the super Cast. thank you everyone for listening and goodbye